Fort Radiax, tis I, the Prince of Pod, the Pope of Podcasting, the number one stunner, the running gunner, the bipolar rock and roller, gonna die when I get older, <laughs> along with the former intercontinental champion and sentient mountain, sentient barrel. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I'm feeling that's a foreshadowing. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, Chucky Tater Sex over there. We, we, as we sit here on Saturday, June 25th, 6th, whatever the fuck it is. 5th, I think. We have been, we haven't so much. I have. No, we've escaped largely. I, uh, my house is fine. I think water is going to run out soon, though. But flooding has fucked all kinds of shit up. Yeah, West Virginia got fucked hard, man. Got really, really got fisted Hard, without the grease. Hardest, <laughs> hardest flood we've had since 1888, I think. Sounds about right. And you know, I wasn't around for that. Contrary to what people might think, I'm, I'm not 124 years old. I'm, I'm 36. So I don't remember that one, but I'm sure it was a doozy. Well, this is the highest. The river, the river in Charleston, the canal has been since 1888. I saw pictures of Long Point. It's nuts, dude. Did you see Long Point? No. Long Point before and after. Like, uh, you know Long Point there yeah. in, the, in the lake. It's usually like a 90-foot drop. Now it's a 70-foot. Oh, Jesus. Or no, it's a, to like a 30-foot So drop. it's up 60 so, feet? Yeah, so now you can just jump if you want to. You, you wouldn't hurt, you, you hurt you, at all. You would die. No. The roiling waters. In the lake? Well, like still okay. chilling. Which of those catfish got stirred up in there? Yeah, which they're eating a bunch of crazy shit. You know, you know about the lake, right? It's built built over top of Gad. Gad, and they were going to call it Gad Dam. Gad Dam. Yeah, isn't that great? Yeah, it's awesome. I wish they would have done it because <laughs> that some bitch ain't nowhere near Summersville. It's it's a good fifteen minutes from Summersville. It is. We'll just call it Summersville Dam. Who cares? <laughs> but yeah, it's all kinds of fucked up. Yesterday, I was in um. For you know, whenever the water gets high, the gremlins go crazy. Absolutely. So I was hunting gremlins in uh, Hinton, Lewisburg, Richwood. the aquatic gremlins this time. Yeah, which are the nastier? Oh, variety. they are much more aggressive. I mean, they like to shit in your shoes. They'll shit in your face yeah. if you if you fall asleep. They'll come up to you and they'll just shit right in your face, and their shit burns. It's always hot. But I uh, was what Hinton. I went through there. It didn't seem bad in Hinton, but I'm hearing it's terrible. But the part I went through wasn't too bad. Everybody's power's out, though. Right. Everybody everywhere's power's out. Except our stars didn't go out this time. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened. We just lucked out this time. Our power's out for, what, three weeks during that derecho? A week and a half, I think. I thought it was three. Not mine. Some people's were. Yeah. It was a solid two, because I remember I didn't have air conditioning. I was losing my mind, because I couldn't sleep. Um, Lewisburg got slam-bam-jammered. Like, it was pretty bad. And it's a beautiful little town, isn't it? Oh, it was and great. It got it's, smashed. It's a gorgeous little town. And uh, it got smashed. They'll be fine, I'm sure. White Sulphur Springs, I'm not so sure. The Greenbrier. It's fucked. They lost two entire holes. Yeah, it's pretty fucked. All their fences that surround everything's been knocked down. And we'll build a fence and make them pay for it. <laughs> Who's going to pay for it? The taxpayers. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's all it's all pretty bad. All pretty bad. There was that house that went down the river there in White Sulphur. On fucking fire. On fire. We're like, Jesus fucking Christ, what is this? <laughs> what is it? Like, seriously, why the f- I was out. I was out and about it on Thursday. I was in Hurricane. 
and I had a call for a for a gremlin sighting there up uh, some holler. And I was going up the holler, and I passed over one spot of real high water. And then I, I looked up ahead, and there was a river in the on the one lane road. And I was like, "I'm just, I'm gonna come back to this later. I, I, just, I just don't think I can." Yeah, let's not risk this. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just gonna come back to this some bitch later. The gremlins will still be there. They're not. Go- they don't migrate. They have a small pattern of migrate. I mean, there's just lots of them. Yeah, there's shitloads of them. Yeah, but they're not very adventurous. Yeah, they. Yeah, they. They have social anxiety pods. disorder. They have pods. <laughs> yeah, they're pods. They're like a line will only go a few a few miles around right. a certain area its right. entire life. Gremlins are the same, except for it's a few hundred acres. Right. Yeah. But uh, I was in Pocahontas County. Then I had to take a back road to Richwood. Yeah. And there was like cones in the fucking road. And I was like, well, I wonder what this is all about. I wonder if I should go through here. And one whole lane was washed out of the road. Like it's just gone. And, and that road was pretty new. They just paved it. And it was just gone? It, just a cliff down into a creek. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So that was why the cones were there. Um, you had to be real careful going anywhere yesterday just because there could be water. A tree could just all of a sudden fall because there was trees everywhere. Right. But there was one across the road coming back from Fayetteville, and I saw that they had cut it. Like, it was a yeah. huge tree, and they had to cut it in half, and, you know. Yeah, it was in the road whenever I went up that. The Appalachian morning. soil is very thin. For some reason, It's yeah. rich, but it's very thin. So, every time we get a flood, it just washes it all away. There was some, you could tell there were some landslides, which I live up here on a hill. Someday. That oh, was, hill is just going to come down. This is fill dirt. The whole <laughs> hill, is, this isn't a natural hill. This this hill was uh, built to put nice houses on. To keep black Are you people serious? Out. Yeah. Black people. No, not be, that part. But be allowed to live up I'm, here. I'm talking about, is, is that right? Is it really just. Uh, I think so. That's what I was told. Hmm. Like, there's a reason why they didn't cut the road wider because trailers can't come up here. There's no trailers up here. Damn. That's a good point. Yeah. And all the houses look the same. They it was, made, it was they made like for a, a while. Yeah. They made like a, the same guy built all the houses. You could tell because all the houses all, are the same. All up the in stone? A, in a row. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, a friend of mine's grandpa. He's a master stonemason. Well, good. Congratulations, bud. Well, I'm just saying it's beautiful work. <laughs> Sparks of art. He did a good job. They yeah. all, and they all do look pretty identical. So yeah. He can recreate his masterpiece. Yeah, he can. Everything. Yeah. Everything I saw was pretty fucked, dude. People just wandering around. I saw cars in, on riverbanks that were completely fucked. Like, not on river. They were half in rivers. Yeah. And just the debris floating on top of the rivers was disheartening. How's that going to get cleaned up? Yeah. It's just where's the beavers when you need them? Killed them all. Do we? No, there's beavers in West Virginia. I don't think they. I don't think they're any more equipped to handle it than we are. I mean, they're like fuck, 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 fuck. God damn it! <laughs> we live in the fucking river. <laughs> Bodies go by. Apparently, that was a thing. Yeah. Um. Last I heard, it was twenty. You said it's close to thirty uh, it's now. Twenty people. over twenty six. I think it's. They keep on because there's still people missing, and they're not going to find them. Well, luckily we have. Uh, a special EMT group. Aquatic EMT group. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Like rafters. Like, I think raft guides are usually required to be EMTs as well. I'm not sure, though. I can't back that up. I don't With have that information. No, fact. I just... Every, just it seems like every, out there. every rafting guide I know or I've ever met has been also been an EMT. So, I'm like, maybe that's just the thing that is required. Yeah. Or maybe those just type of guys just like to do both. I don't know. Could be. But, yeah, uh, my brother... Fayetteville was fine. My brother had to rescue somebody out in really? Belva. Um, well, he helped. He wasn't by, he didn't do it alone. Belva was fucked. Really? Belva was fucked. It was bad. 
Apparently, Clendenin's bad. Clendenin always has a history of flooding. Yeah. Well, they're they're hard beside the river, man. And it's not too far. Like, I'm sorry, but some of these towns are real planned, you know, when it comes to that. But, well, every, well, whenever they were built, everything was beside a river because the fucking boats and barges would go through. Well, yeah, but it's also land. Well, I should take that back because land in West Virginia is at a premium. You, you build beside the river bottom because it's flat and it's easier to build, build there instead yeah. of like trying to cliff dwell. You know, <laughs> yeah, <so>. fucking cut <laughs> the path up a mountain. Build one of those fucking elevators like they got on Game of Thrones to fucking crank the fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything's, uh, I th- we'll be all right, I reckon. I don't know. I'll be all right. Yeah, I think. Until I'm not. And then. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing we can do, really. I just, I was really sad to hear it. You know, a lot of people I know, you know. Uh, Clay County, I'm guessing, got. Hit pretty hard And I had to go There and the road Was closed So there's gremlins The fuck all over the place Oh man And they're They're thick in Clay County anyway Yeah It's like That's like the central Headquarters for the gremlins here Yeah Whew. Anyway The gremlin seat Let's talk about happy stuff Okay I'm at, a, f- I'm at a fan Yeah you met a fan Let's call him a fan Okay He's my best friend Okay <laughs> The best friend I've ever met Okay Haven't seen him in like Seven years He's a nice fellow Best friend Very nice was his facial hair finely groomed? It was. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> he sent me a text and told me he met you. How, like, how did you notice him, or did, how did that happen? It was weird. It just kind of happened. Like, did he just notice your voice? Or were you like standing in the middle of the antique mall, going, "Ah, oh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Tater Sacks? What the fuck, Tater Tater Sacks? Hey, <laughs> you're going to charge seventy dollars for this ottoman? How many feet have been on this? <laughs> Is this getting spread out to the local businesses? <laughs> it has to be. <laughs> it better be. <laughs> he, he said. He told me. Um, I figured he'd be taller. <laughs> yeah, that's what everybody says. <laughs> Just because your hatred of short people. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, he's so funny. Well, and, and I've actually met people who've seen pictures of me, and they're underwhelmed by my by my oh. height. You're a slight fellow. Yeah, <laughs> tiny, short in stature. <laughs> Five ten, above almost aver- a- above average. I think it's about average. Yeah, yeah. I'm six two, so whatever. Yeah, great, good for you. Didn't know they stack shit that high. <laughs> hey, Harley uh, Army. Yeah, how did how did it happen? We're like, no, he was just. Uh, we started talking. Was he there selling his wares? He was, and then he said, "Well, this is my uh, Calypso something album. It's something very strange combination." Well, he's, like, a, he's Cuban, so he does Calypso music. You're bull- bullshit. He's not. I was getting ready <laughs> to say. making things up. Well, I mean, you can't tell. Cubans are light skinned. Um, Some of them are. Well, the they're aristocracy, of course. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. That's how it goes down there. Like you know, the darker you are. It's like Indians. Oh yeah, people from India. They're yeah. A lot of people think Gandhi was a real nice guy, but mm, he was against darker Indians. Oh yeah. Well, there's that internal racism. Anyway, how'd you guys? But he was just. He was like, yeah, I, was, I was like, man, you know, this is cool. You know, you gotta come on our podcast sometime. And, you know, Pillfort Radio. He said, yeah, Dutch is my my, he's, my best friend. My best friend. <laughs> and then I said, and I said, well, we got a guy. And I was like, well, we have fans. We got this guy from the Wild Rumpus. He said, I am the Wild Rumpus. I am the Wild. I am the Wild Rumpus. I was like, oh, that's awesome. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was a nice guy. I'm sorry that he was underwhelmed at my height. Did he jerk you off? No. Andrew, you said if you ever met Chucky Tater Sacks in real IRL, in real life, 
that you would give him a handy he would never forget. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Yeah, sounds like next that. time you see him, I better I better hear from the pillow fort you spitting on your hand and greasing <laughs> yeah. it up, getting it ready. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, you expect him just to carry lube around just in case he runs into you to jerk you off? Yeah. <laughs> Don't think that's too much to ask. There's your white. Privilege. I am a local celebrity. <laughs> might see me around somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even really laughing. <laughs> I am. I'm laughing just your lack of laughing. <laughs> Jesus, Teddy fucking Christ. Well, that's neat that you met somebody that thinks you're cool. Yeah. Too bad most of the other people that met you don't. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and what do you want to talk about now? We've talked about bad things. We've talked about uh, running into a listener. One of our seven listeners, so have you know. So that's, what, 10% yeah. of, of our listening, uh, listening audience. It's one-seventh. You already know. Matt Shelton. Matt Shelton. Matt Shelton. Ah! <laughs> Matt Shelton. Um, okay. A few things. Uh, let's talk some. I would like to play a clip if I could. Oh, yeah. Go right ahead. Do whatever. Of, you uh, do. Donald Trump. Uh, of Obama just calling, talking shit to Donald Trump for. It's only about a minute and 20, so it's pretty good. You go, are you going to do your world famous Barack Obama impression? I'm going <laughs> to. You got me on the spot now. I'm going to show this clip, and it's. Uh, I'm going to share this clip. It's going to be really charlatans, lighting. charlatans, and uh, what kind of a noise is that? I don't know. iPhone noise. We came into a song by uh, what's her name, Hazel Dickens and Jenny Hawker, called "Old River." Just in case anybody was wondering, yeah, that was song. a really great song, actually. Let's see. We're going to go out to uh, Casey and the Sunshine Band. I'm your boogeyman. Are we? No. We might. Shit, I don't know. I don't know what might happen. We've still got plenty of time in this thing. Yeah, we do. I'm trying to find this clip here. Take your time. The listeners don't mind. I'm sorry. We can... I I think we can cut this up a little bit. No. At least 23 dead in West Virginia floods. That's one of the... I'm not going to cut anything up. That's how... um, That's one of the things. I think uh, Obama, Barack Hussein Obama, uh, signed like a declaration for... um, Disaster relief, so that's pretty cool. Well, considering the fact that the state hates him. It's pretty neat. Also, it's all this whole thing was a orchestrated event to get their FEMA thugs in here and take our guns. Everybody knows that. Oh yeah. This it wasn't a natural storm, it was harp. <laughs> uh let's see. I this is a lot of shit that I I, I had it punched up. I'm sorry, man. Okay, here don't, it is. Here don't it is. apologize to me. Apologize to our listeners. Okay, here we go. No, that's, a, that's an ad. You wanted God, to fly. Damn. Sorry. When Fucking piece of shit. What? Tell me when the ad's it's over. It's an infinity ad. Which so it goes on forever. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even skip it. What kind of who? Who are they targeting here with this ad? Yeah, I don't know. They know your freaking Poor IP shit. address. Yeah. <laughs> what if you poor as fuck at everybody? What what you googling. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, let's see. Mentioned this earlier tonight, and now we have it for you. President Obama was speaking just moments ago at a big fundraiser in Seattle, Washington, and he ended by speaking directly about what he views as the stakes of this election. Let's play that for the first time. That's the choice you face this November. Between dividing ourselves up. 
looking for scapegoats. Pregnant, pregnant Paul's the king of pregnant Paul's. He does, he does that quite well. Ignoring the evidence. I hope he's going to go into what he said because it's pretty epic. Or realize not that epic takedown, but it's stronger a good together. You know, if we turn against each other, whether it's divisions of race or religion. We're not going to build on the progress we've started. If we get cynical and just vote our fears, or we don't vote at all, coming together around our common value. What are we doing here? I'm trying to find when, when he says... An accident. Never mind. Okay. Basically what he says... <laughs> You're bad at this. <laughs> basically what he says... I know I'm really bad at it. Sorry. <laughs> he says, we don't have time for bigotry. We don't have time for flim flam. We don't have time for charlatans. We don't have time for charlatans. We don't have time for bigotry. We don't have time for flim flam. You know, he's just talking shit to Donald Trump. And Donald Trump, here's a great thing that's been going on with him. That he is in favor of Brexit. You know, you've heard about the Brexit. Uh, the, let's not call it a Brexit. It makes me want bacon. I know. Exit. Let's call it the the British people have decided to They've decided leave, the, to European leave Union, the European Union, which is weapons-grade stupidity. Yes, it is. <laughs> from everything I've read about from people with common sense. John Oliver is going to lose his shit on his show this week. I think he's off this week. But well, but when he comes back, yeah. like he's already said how stupid it is to leave. Um, but Donald Trump, of course, is for it because Donald Trump is a cunt and he's, a, he's against anything good. Or anything that unites anybody. He he's a typical a typical capitalist, divide and conquer. He thinks that you know it should always be competition and fuck the other guy and all that stuff. We should never work together. That's his thing. That is his fucking thing. Um, that is his basic premise on life. It's an Ayn Rand esque version of reality where someone who falls, fuck him. Basically, it's the laws of the jungle applied to polite society and civilized society. You know. Uh, well, he stumbled, so fuck him. I didn't, so I get all the prizes. Yeah. So it's bullshit because eventually you're going to stumble. You're going to get sick. You're going to get hurt or whatever. And then when the rules don't, uh, rules apply to you in that manner, then you want help because that's what's going to happen. I think, I think that, uh, Tom Petty said it best in his single for, uh, for the movie, uh, She's the One, where he, uh, said even walls fall down. Well, that's the thing. That's true. <laughs> I mean, you got a heart so big, <laughs> it could crush this town. Anyway, go. No, but I'm saying. And I can't hold <laughs> out forever. He, Even walls. He was at his. He, he, he was quoted as. Uh, he went to Scotland for his stupid golf course, which almost everybody in the town opposes. And, you know. Almost everybody on earth opposes yeah, anything well, yeah, Donald Trump Yeah, does. well, and, you know, a, a few of his neighbors, the people in the in the documentary I told you about, uh, you've been Trumped, they started hanging Mexican flags, <laughs> like one of them put one on his roof, and, you know, but then they had this really brilliant uh, comedian, he's a performance comedian, he came... He Aren't came, all comedians performance comedians? Well, I'm saying as in he doesn't do, it's not an act, he does like a thing where he goes and fucks with people. Okay, yeah. He's like an Andy Kaufman type. Yeah. Well, he said, Mr. Trump, I, I'm, I'm here with the new golf balls. <laughs> and, he <goes laughs> out, and they're fucking swastikas. And he throws a bunch of them out on the fucking course. And that's the funniest part. They try to gather them all up. And so they could keep on schedule. He couldn't. So Donald Trump is surrounded by, dots, by swastika golf balls. No reply from him, of course. Because Donald Trump, I don't think, gets... I don't think he gets the parallels between him and Nazi Germany, Germany. Or if he does, he, he secretly thinks that's a good thing. Well, I mean, it's been said that he... Uh 
he used to sleep with he on his nightstand he would keep uh transcripts of Hitler's speeches. You're kidding, right? But no. I think Ivanka said that or Ivana, his ex wife. She might have just been saying shit though. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's it's hard to trust an ex wife, especially when you're that <laughs> It's hard to trust a current wife. Am I right? <laughs> hey. Good. Zing. Jabow. <laughs> but um he's yeah, his he's such a terrible person and he has no you know, George Will, this is what I wanted to bring up. George Will, who is a... George Will do what? Boy! <laughs> God damn <laughs> He's coming out with a blazing. <laughs> no, he's a noted conservative columnist. He's a, you know... Wears glasses, talks like this. Yeah. That type of guy. Yeah. And he, has, he was on uh, Ronald Reagan's 1980 campaign, all kinds of stuff. But he... He is leaving the Republican Party. He's officially left the Republican Party. He said because of Donald Trump, and he said, you know, he said that a, that a Trump Republican Party, a, a, a Trump, a Republican backed Trump presidency is more dangerous than a Hillary Clinton opposed Republican presidency. You know what I mean? He said we need to grit our teeth, you know, accept the fact that she's going to win, or even support her just to get through four years and see if it's going to be terrible, and then try again. He said. And basically, this here's the point about the Republican Party. They are fucking cowards. They are moral cowards. They they cannot stand up against this guy, even when he says things that are fucking terrible. You have Paul Ryan, who can't even come out and, and disavow him after he said such nakedly racist shit that is so divisive, you know? And they they won't come out and not well, support he did, him. He did come out and say that the stuff he said about the judge was racist, like textbook racism. He did. But I still support him for president. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so you're going you're gonna to say that and then still fucking back the guy? What's it say about you? What are you supposed to do? They're on teams. Teams are stupid. I don't give a shit. Unless they're wearing uniforms with numbers and stuff, teams are stupid. There needs to be a revolution in the Republican Party, and they need to have the courage and moral fortitude to come out and say, listen, this guy's a fucking idiot. We don't know what we were thinking. And- Advance somebody else, you know, make some kind of measure where they can advance another candidate or something. This guy's fucking dangerous, dude. There's no doubt about it. He's fucking, he's delusional. He's really delusional. I, I believe that. A lot of people who were around him said, yeah, he's fucking delusional. Said, this is not shtick. This is not, this is, he, he is really that much of a megalomaniac. And he is. He, and one of the things about a megalomaniac is, though, once they face defeat, they wither. He's going to face defeat. That's what you do as president. You accept the fact that you're going to lose some. He's going to lose eventually. Mm -hmm. And then he's got a fucking arsenal behind him to do whatever the fuck he wants. And he's got a bunch of ready-made morons who are ready to follow him. You know, that's that's so dangerous of a fucking cocktail. And that's what we've got if he wins. I don't think he's going to win. Well, if he can't, he won't carry the minority vote. He will not. African-Americans despise him. Um, say black people. Don't say black African. people despise him. African Sorry. Americans is such a dumb term because they're is. Americans. Okay, fair enough. Black people despise him. Uh, nearly all Latinos despise him. Women despise him. Other than that cunt I heard on the uh, the show the other day, who is a is a uh, sugar baby. Yeah, she loves. She'd probably love him. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want rights. I just want to suck cock. Now. Uh, was it just uh, England that voted to leave, or is the whole United Kingdom supposed to leave? Now they're all thinking that Scotland will likely leave. Uh, Scotland voted to stay. Did they? Yeah, but I don't know that it matters since they're all under the same umbrella. Brella. Brella. 
Yeah, the United Kingdom. Scotland's in the United Kingdom. In Ireland, right? Ireland's not in the United not Kingdom. Not Ireland? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, anyway. Northern Ireland's in the United Kingdom. Yeah. Um, Donald Trump, uh, he was in Scotland. Just arrived in Scotland. Place is going wild over the vote. They took the country back just like we'll, we will take America back. No games. <laughs> and the responses <laughs> were so good. <laughs> okay, let me see. <laughs> The country literally voted almost unanimously to stay, to stay. But hey, what are facts to you, right? Um, Donald Trump, here's how Scotland voted, and it shows like how Scotland actually voted. And then uh, somebody else replied, delete your golf course. <laughs> He's not liked there. Scotland voted to remain, you weapons-grade plum. <laughs> I'm going to start saying weapons-grade all the weapons time. Weapons-grade is fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Scotland voted to remain, you muppet. <laughs> Scotland voted to stay, you numpty. <laughs> Scotland voted to remain, you tit. <laughs> That's a- <laughs> <laughs> Oi, butt plug face. Scotland are pro EU. <laughs> Scotland voted overwhelmingly to stay in Europe, you two paid fuck trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> Two paid fuck trumpets. Scotland voted to stay, you witless fucking cocksplat. <laughs> Scotland voted in, you moron. And then somebody just replied, you are a fucking moron. <laughs> you witless fucking cocksplat. <laughs> Weapons great. Weapons grade plum. <laughs> you fucking numpty. What's a numpty? I'm going to look that up. <laughs> He's, he's British insults are the best. Yes, they are. Numpty. <laughs> Weapons grade balonium. Numpty. Let's see what that says. A stupid or ineffectual person. Well, <laughs> I'm going to start calling people numpties now. The numpty dances. Okay, that's enough of that. Yeah, I don't understand like uh, the European Union crap. I know it's like it's a plot by the globalists, right? To uh, eventually take all of our guns and turn us into robot zombies uh, that only do the bidding of the wealthy, <laughs> right? Yeah, Alex Jones. That's what uh, idiot idiot fuckwits think. I don't know. Well, they're. It's like I, I go I drive through Golly Bridge and I see all these signs: Trump make make America great again. I don't. They don't have any plans. They don't have any. They, it's just all it is is just a jingoistic blanket over a uh, over underclothes of racism and and mor- and moronic thoughts. That's all it is. That's his whole campaign. There's no concrete plan of anything. There's no. There's not even any real, uh, you know, cohesive thought about it. You know what I mean? It's just a bunch of slogans. It's just a bunch of there's there's nothing really to it. The wall just got ten feet high. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, and they keep saying shit like that, and they keep fucking buying it. And I love the quotes of, from some Mexican officials. Um, there is one of them was well, an Arizona Republican actually said, "Mr. Trump, you can take that wall and shove up your fucking ass." That's exactly what he said. <laughs> and see, he's destroying the Republican Party, which I guess we should thank him for. But Mr. Trump, put up that wall. <laughs> and have David Hasselhoff singing <laughs> while they're building it. <laughs> Trump, would be Freedom! Sit- Trump would be sitting there in his hat. 
in case anybody doesn't remember when they were tearing down the Berlin Wall, for some reason, David Hasselhoff. Because David, they love he, him. In Germany. Germans love David Hasselhoff. You I think it's because of the name. McDonald's? Yeah. <laughs> Which once again proves my theory. Germans love David Hasselhoff. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that glowing jacket. Yes. <laughs> It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. For some reason, David Hasselhoff is huge there. Yeah, he's he's huge, and you know, but like the the Mexican officials were saying something like, "There is no circumstance ever in any stretch of any imagination that we would build that wall for him and pay for it." He said, "That's the they all say that's the dumbest thing we've ever heard. There is no." Scenario where that will ever come true, they've said it themselves. And what's his plan to do it to, to see to keep money? The, no, from you know what's going? scary? You know, well, here's the thing. You know what's scary about that is that he with on you got trumped was dealing with a particularly contentious neighbor. One of the guys who said, "I don't like want a it. guy that lives beside him." Yes, thing? yes. Well, beside the golf course. Okay. And one of the guys who's opposing it, who's who who was on the land, he said, "I don't want to sell." He says, my people have been here for a thousand years. I don't want to sell. It's a filthy, uncut Scotsman, too. You don't want to fuck with this. Well, no, you don't. Actually, he looks like a guy that could break his break your neck with his fucking hands. That's what he looks like. He looks like he needs to be painted blue on a fucking battlefield. The Scottish got real big hands. Yeah, they're they're quite scary individuals. Like they're they got all, all orange and they got more of the Celt in them, like the <laughs> like the hardcore Celt, you know. Um, but he despises Donald Trump, and he actually Donald Trump cut his water off and all kinds of stuff and built a fence around his property and that's what the guy's laughing about and said yeah i i know what kind of bullshit he's going to try to pull because he tried to pull it on me he built a, a a fence on my land and then sent me a bill for it expecting me to pay for it and i took it right down to his headquarters and said and said i'm not fucking paying for this the guy's big too man they had to have like three cops to score him out and he was going to kick donald trump's uh judas the guy who's a scot who was actually helping him out in the town to be the face of what's going on here because they're like people like anybody else they can be bought you know, and this guy was bought and he was extremely rude to the guy. And the guy basically said, listen, buddy, I'll just bust your fucking ass. You know? so, well, OK, now let's put this in terms that our listeners can understand. Um, Donald Trump in his business dealings is the equivalent of one million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. He really- Everybody's got a price. <laughs> and he probably has a black manservant who carries his money around for him and fans it out. He might even call it Virgil. <laughs> He said, well, he said it in his speech. Look at my African-American. Look at this guy. <laughs> Is he great? He's great. And sometimes the blacks, the so, blacks love me. Sometimes they call him Vincent, but it's usually Virgil. You know, that was a, 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 a like a little joust at Dusty Rhodes because his real name is Virgil. Really? And then whenever he went over to WCW, they called him Vincent because Vince. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I love that's I love wrestling politics like behind the scenes where they where they fucking take jabs at each other and there's so many so giant egos involved, you know. And it's hilarious. It is. The whole underbelly is a funny thing. Un, and lurid. Like so many lurid stories come out of there, you know. The backstage shit people hate each other and who's actually the really the toughest, you know. Brock Lesnar. Kurt Angle. <laughs> Brock Lesnar would murder Kurt Angle. I know he would, but I'm saying during their respective heights. Oh, yeah. Kurt Angle is is a legit bad motherfucker. Well, I mean, and he used to actually throw out the challenge to anybody in the back who wanted to actually really wrestle. Like, you know. They did it once. Uh, I've seen clips of it. I, I was, who, did he, who did he just demolish? It was, they brought out the cast of uh, Tough Enough, and one kid was an MMA fighter. Yeah. So he took him down and 
got him in a Camaro lock, and Kurt, Kurt Angle had to tap. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> because uh, it, they weren't supposed to be uh, shoots. They were supposed to just kind of go along with it. And, you, you know, you, he'll let you get a little bit of offense in, in the actual wrestling. Right, and, right. But no, this guy said, fuck that. <laughs> he Actually almost, wrestled him. almost broke his arm. Really? Yeah. Well, that's cool. <laughs> I mean, but he's a legit guy. Yeah, he's I'm legit talking about guy. the wrestlers in the back who. Oh yeah. You know, well, they showed who was t- who was the toughest whenever they did the stupid. Uh, boy, did we seamlessly move from politics to this? <laughs> Wrestling is politics. <laughs> but they had that stupid uh, brawl for all. Yeah. Where they actually had boxing matches. Boxing matches. And who like, won that? Bart Gunn. Okay. And then he they set up a, a real boxing match at WrestleMania, I think, mm-hmm. against Butterbean, and Butterbean knocked him out. Because Butterbean can hit really fucking hard. But what they did is they, they ruined people's careers along the way. Like uh, Dr. Death Steve Williams had just got brought into WWF, and he got knocked out by Bart Gunn. Really? Bart Gunn knocked out uh, fucking, he's JBL now, but he was like Bradshaw back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. Knocked him out. Knocked him cold. Apparently he can really hit. Yeah. He, he was a Golden Gloves boxer. But Butterbean is like, Golden, has an yeah. iron chin, yeah. and you can't fucking. He never even hit him. Bart Gunn never even hit Butterbean. Butterbean just steamed across the ring, wham, knocked him out. Yeah, they just met in the middle and scoop, scoop. And a couple to the ground. Did of the you jaw. see fucking in the Jackass movie? Did you see Butterbean knock Johnny Knoxville out? Yes. It was brutal. <laughs> he was like, because <laughs> he was like out. You ever seen somebody do that when they're out? They're like, oh, yeah. I saw one last night. Oh, so he got put out. Oh, God. It was brutal. Abs- one shot. Done. Damn. He was out. It's. it's <laughs> Scary when you see it, but it's also really awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there was a Tosh.0 where he went to where Manny Pacquiao was training. And Manny Pacquiao just hit him like at half half force on the chin. And that was enough for Daniel Tosh. <laughs> <laughs> knocked him out. I don't think it knocked him out, but he just stunned him really yeah. bad. Manny Pacquiao can really hit. Mm-hmm. Couldn't hit Floyd, but. Well, Floyd's a good fighter. He can evade. Floyd doesn't get hit very often. No. Like him or hate him, guy's a great boxer. Anyway, politics, Trump. <laughs> you really hate him. You don't want to talk about him. <laughs> um, Trump, that's what I was saying is that, and if this continue, and it will continue, and here's the best part of this whole campaign, and also the saddest part, Trump is so stupid, and he's such a horrible debater, that once he starts debating people, he's going to get epically taken down. But his followers aren't going to care. They're going to still have gonna, his one-liners and yeah, that's the thing. They're, it's that's the worst part about being in a, in a debate with a stupid person. You can't win because they think they won because they're too stupid to know that they. What's lost. the thing? Uh, be careful arguing with an idiot because they'll drag you down to their level. Yeah, and, and they'll that's, be able to tell you, the difference. Well, that's the thing. That's that's what kills me about you know uh, debating with somebody on the on the far right who refuses to see anything is that they always. Fall back on that. Why do liberals always have to name call? Blah 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 blah. They get in that fucking smug bullshit where they where they've incited you so much that you just call them an idiot. And I've said it a hundred times before, but this is the truth. The reason you get called names is because a rational person cannot believe that another person could be that fucking stupid. So that is the only thing we can say to it. You're a fucking idiot because you can't debate them. I can't debate you because you're too fucking stupid. You're too fucking stupid to know that you're being bested in a debate. You know, I'm I'm just reading this that the whole uh, British exit thing. I'm not going to say the word um, is basically a, based on Trump stuff, xenophobia, and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, it's great. And that's see, that's the thing is that that's where 
you know, it, it's spreading. I think we have, you know, I've said this before, but I was listening to Dan Carlin again, and I really love this this picture he drew. He and this metaphor, he calls it a historical estuary, where two differing points of time meet. You know, I do believe we are in one of those right now, where we're leaving a point of enlightenment. Like finally, the age of pol- of intelligent political discourse, and or or an age of it. An age of intelligence, and an age when we when we really thought intelligence was great, where we thought it was something to strive for and not be uh, intimidated by. When that has now reached a point where world politics now is going the way in a, in a way of the United States, where we are dumb, proud to be so, and where the world is now getting re- see. And when that happens, that's never. That's never good for the world. When when stupidity and ignorance rule the day, bad things happen. And we're getting to a point where bad things are going to happen. I believe that. You know, just look at, okay, case in point, Rome. When Rome fell, the world was run by stupid people. There were isolated pockets of people who were intelligent. But the rest of the world was dumb and superstitious. And that's what we had to call the Dark Ages. Roman citizens would have been shocked and appalled by what they saw in in Europe, 500 years later, they would have been like, how fucking dumb are you people? You know, letting something like this rule your, your witches and shit like that. Are you how fucking stupid are you? <laughs> so it just got dumber. Yeah. Like that. they call it the Dark Ages, not because it was necessarily uh, it was a horrible time in human history, medieval times. But the reason it was so horrible is because people were so fucking stupid and you know, you had, but then you had the Renaissance. That's that's when things started to pick back up, when the world had totally been crushed. You know what I mean? But it's going to take something to kickstart something like that again. But we're going to have to go through. I, I'm. It's going to be an informational dark age where we have information at our fingertips, where we have all these things, but it's not going to be used for anything good. Well, that's what we're doing now. That's I know. A lot of us are. We have all we have at, all of the information that has ever been, been written, got, down written down is and, at our fingertips and hasn't been destroyed by something by the Mongols. We have it. And what do we do <laughs> with it? Ignore it. Exactly. And there's no such thing as slot machine, but it's like ninety nine percent of something. <laughs> they're paid off. <laughs> Pshaw, sir. See that uh, and again, that's that's one of the things I argue about and people try to deny it and we try to argue about it. And there is no arguing because I made, and nobody had ever had an answer for this. I said, okay, okay. If it's not real, and you think it's not real, okay, why do 97% of the scientific community believe it? They're paid off. Okay, they're paid <laughs> off. But here's the thing. If they're paid off, wouldn't it be more, if they were so easily bought, wouldn't it be more of an even match? Wouldn't it be yeah, 60-40 or 50-50? Even 70-30. Yeah, There's I mean, so, but no, that's 97 versus 3 because you cannot <laughs> buy scientists. Yeah, because they, they don't give a fuck. Be, they're like, I fuck, I don't care about money. Look at me. It's just like, a pocket protector. Well, Nobody's fucking me. No, they don't think on that level. They think in terms of Consequences. They think data. It, and, and data. And like, I cannot report on something that is not real and not true. Therefore, 97% of scientists see the truth and report the truth. The 3% are the ones who are bought. And they're not even scientists. Even if they are, they're scientists in the employee of somebody. That's the worst part. It's horrendous. 
And we have, that's, that, but that is starting to slowly to turn again. We are going to be, we are going to reach a point where it's another dark age, where it is an informational, and I'm not saying that things are going to be apocalyptic. I don't necessarily believe that, but I do believe we're going down a path where a lot of bad things are going to happen because people are too stupid to deal with it. I think that's the estuary we've come to that, you know, look at America today where someone with intelligence and we've all faced this. You were talking about this when you went for gremlin training. I was talking about this, just talking to people when you're intelligent, you're looked at as suspect. You're looked at as less some way. Yeah, like um, like you're less of a man. Anytime I like have this little bit of information for the people that I work with or anybody really, yeah, people look at me like I'm weird. I'm just like I I don't sit around and jerk off to Duck Dynasty. I jerk off to tits. Yeah, and I don't sit around and jerk off to guns. I jerk off to girls shoving guns in their twats. There you go. I but I also read things and I I don't just give whatever's uh. Whatever's on my Facebook feed, I look beyond it. Like Reddit is a huge information resource. Yeah, and it's also got all the most fucked up things in the world. <laughs> yeah, it really. But does. it's got a lot of great information, and people just look at me weird whenever I say that. Uh, like, uh, if you legalize all drugs, nobody there won't be an up upturn in drug use and people driving on. Uh, I think on at first drugs. there would be. <laughs> I don't think it would be bad, though. No, I think that there would be a marked increase in drug use because the drug users. But here's the thing. Darwin's law. We were talking about this personal responsibility. If you do legalize it at first, this is something we're all going to have to get on board with and accept. It's a, in a sense when the sea comes out and into a brackish area and takes that water back out with it and cleans it out. That's what's going to happen. We're going to have lots of drug acts that drop dead. I'm sorry. But they were going to anyway. Exactly. But it's just going to do faster. It's going to be like, fuck them. Fuck them. Let them die. They're not going to get clean. They're not going to be happy. They're going to be miserable fuckers. Let them die off. That's how they want to die. It's actually a kindness. I get to be as high as I want till I die. I'm an addict. That's basically what I'm try- doing, but I'm just expediting the process. Let them do it. Once that's done. But also, there's the point to be made that like, um, if... You have regulations and stuff on it. Instead of throwing everybody in jail, you, you have more people. Like, say they legalized um, better treatments because there are treat- that more natural treatments that are illegal because they're hallucinogens. Yeah. Um, well, that people, people would become less addicted. Well, it's also a, a, a branch of science that has been largely ignored because they because it is illegal. Because no, well, they're trying. They're doing is something called MAPS, the Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies, or something like that. Right. And they're they're starting to treat um, post traumatic stress with uh, Molly, mm-hmm. uh, MDMA, yeah, and uh, mushrooms for depression and addiction. And LSD for depression and addiction and all these things, but they they haven't been allowed to study them until recently. So it's still going to be a while before anything really comes out, right? But apparently it works. Like ketamine works for depression. Yeah, it's Spe- weird. Special K. Yeah, that's like a club drug. Yeah, I never took it. I've I've heard of it, but I've never taken it either. I've never taken any of the things that I talk about all the time, but I desperately want to. No, I don't want to take any of them. I mean, besides I, weed. Well, I love weed, but I, I mean. I, but I do believe that will happen. Like once you once you legalize the drugs at first, there will be a marked increase in in overdose deaths. That's why you, that's why you ease us in with pot and everybody because you get the same sentence with pot that, for pot that you do for heroin or cocaine or it's anything. So fucking stupid! It's so ridiculous! It's so dumb! But that's the way it is. But um, 
ease us in with pot, then they'll be like, then we'll have this really good medical grade pot that's so good and ridiculous. I've had it before. It is so fucking good. Everything feels awesome. It's so good. I've had it from other places than that person, but yeah. Um, you like why? Why would you need anything else? What else could what could feel better than that? I don't know. It was pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I yeah, I believe that. You know, man. I, I there's only so, so you can only feel so good, and then it just gets redundant. I think. Yeah, like you're just stacking good on top of good. But I do think that also as a we've reached a a, a turning point in history because. There are facts that Republicans try to throw out, hardcore Republicans try to throw out. Well, even rich, even poor people in this country have lived better than the best king in England. That is true. Mm-hmm. That is true. Their quality of nutrition, their, you know, all that stuff is better. But here's the thing. The opportunities and the, I don't know how to put this, the more visceral parts of life were so evident in those times. Even if you were... uh if the king, if the king was as bad as the poorest people we have now, imagine the poorest people that we have. That's what I'm saying. But I'm, I'm saying that the visceral experience of, of, of being a human being uh, has been taken away. We are essentially now what if you've ever seen, and we've all seen like old uh, film or pictures of of tigers pacing cages. Mm-hmm. That is an OCD behavior. They they are insane. Those animals are insane because. They're not like a zoo animal now where they get grass and a nice place to lay down and fed and stuff like that. They were horribly treated and put in a cage with nothing to look at and nothing to do. That's what happens. They literally go insane. That's why they attack and kill people in large, also because they're a large animal that that's what they're supposed to do, but they go insane. That is what happened to us. We are a culture of tigers pacing in cages and we have no outlet. We have no create. Go to work, come home. Even if you're lucky enough to work, I guess. Come home. Go get a beer on the weekend. Get drunk. Try to bury those feelings. Try not to be a person. Try to, try. you know, don't even try to, The dude, it's so scary and it's so horrifying, all this prosperity. You know, in a sense, the world, why do you think, here's one thing I wanted to bring up. What by far genre in video games are people playing? Survival. Right. Why do you think they're playing or first that? person shooters, which are basically survival? Yes. Games, yeah. Why do you think they're playing that? Also, in a world markedly decreased of people. In a world, I love that guy. <laughs> um, but in a in a created world, markedly markedly decreased of people. Why do people playing that? Why is such the attraction? Because that's our natural self. That's what. That's really what's coming out, and that makes you feel peaceful in a way. Because there's those periods of intense struggle just to survive. And then there's those periods of lucidity. And that's what those games are all about. Those Silent lucidity? <laughs> want to go with Queensryche? That's a great fucking song. <laughs> um, are we really going to say great? This is a great song. Okay. It was overplayed, certainly. But I do believe that, that that's the appeal, of the appeal of those games, is that they take us back to a time where very, your very survival was part of who you are. Now, there is a great, great quote in Game of Thrones. They're talking about Karth, the city of Karth. And it said, the struggle to survive is the death of higher life, of poetry, of art, of all those things. And that is true. But at what cost? I mean, there has to be a balance between prosperity and the visceral parts of life. I think that some cultures had achieved it. I think the Native Americans achieved it in large part. I think that the Aborigines achieved it in large part. I think that cultures that were adapted so significantly to their background and their 
it's like this. Okay, the Aborigine and the Native American, it's a debate over who is more adapted to their landscape. Who could live so easily in a place that would kill the rest of us? Their lives were filled with joy. They had art. They had singing. They had all those things that made you a human being, but their lives were also struggle. But in their periods of downtime, when they didn't have to struggle, that's when their lives were really good. And that's when they did all their creating. Everybody's blasted on peyote. And yeah, but under, under the auspices and under the guidance of a shaman or something like that, somebody who guided people through that. See, that's another thing. Rites of passage and journeys and that stuff. That's part of being a human being. That's why people take drugs. That's why people do all those things. It's also it's to escape your current reality, but we do it to escape because our current reality is so terrible. They did it to understand their current reality. See what I'm saying? There's the marked difference in that. Mm-hmm. And... um. Many Native American tribes, I think especially east of the Mississippi, did a thing where if their lives were too easy, the elders elders would go and say, listen. You're not learning anything here. We're not growing as a people. (laughs) There's too much prosperity. There is too many things we need to learn out there. The gods and not not the gods, because they were not a gods type people. It's their religion is very strange. To us, who believe in gods and you know all that crap we've been raised with, but they also believed that okay, here's what we're going to do. At the end of this cycle, we take all our things and we burn them. We even cut all our hair. We go basically shave our heads and go back into a world as newborns where we learn so many new things. And their lives were so happy. Their lives were struggle because they would deliberately pick a place that was worse than the place they went before, because then they could build it up and make it great again. The struggle to make the place good, and they would do that all the time. I sort of, I shave my head, or at least buzz it, every time something major happens. Like, I do that too. I do, like every time, almost. And now I'm keeping it because it's actually. I'll. There was a point where I was just letting my hair and my beard grow at one point, and I just shaved it all off. Your eyebrows were out of control. <laughs> Still are. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll, something I'll feel like I need to make a change, so it'll be okay. You I get your nipples off. pierced. Oh. Yeah, get get all, <laughs> get my scrotum, get that asshole clamp, <laughs> get my asshole pierced shut. <laughs> um, but I again, I do think that there were some Polynesian cultures like adapted to your environment. Is what I'm saying. Pretty Polynesian baby, waiting for me. <laughs> they say you could drop the them off in the ocean. The you could drop them off in the ocean, a hundred miles from from the shore, and they would know where they were. Just give them some time to figure out the current. And they would, and they would be able to swim in the right direction, because that's how adapted they were to their environment. And their cultures are known, markedly known for their joy. Native Americans were known for their joy, and and for all the and for all those things. Aborigines were known for their joy. You know, that was one of the things why it was so hard for there was there was a a penalty when the Europeans first came here for becoming an Indian, going native. They said nativeitis, or also whitey would sometimes. Uh Often. Because they like, very, like their very style. Often. Matter of fact, it was such an epidemic, especially with oh, children. Appropriation. Especially with children who who were treated so badly by white parents in that puritanical bullshit culture, they would run to the Native Americans. The Native Americans would embrace them because Native Americans love children. They love to and they saw themselves as rescuing them from that awful culture. They could see how bad it was. They're like, yeah, your people have lots of what they would probably refer to back then as powerful Powerful medicine You have all these great things But you are so Miserable as fuck And we don't understand it Especially with their gods You know Like when they When they would say You keep your god In that little building 
like you're ashamed of him. God for us is everywhere. It's in everything. It's in part of our everyday life. And we try to treat everybody good all the time. They said, you treat people good in that building and that's it. Once you leave that building, your God doesn't, it's doesn't still walk like with that you. Too. Yes, it is. It's still like that. And that's, and that is until some, a disaster happens. People, then people start, uh, start helping out, but they make sure they take pictures of it and put it on social media, yes. which is the cuntiest thing it is. in the world. It now, is. It's one thing to advertise where you can go help and, do all that stuff But, but to just, take a selfie Help A selfie while you're Fucking handing Some kid whose house Just got washed away While it was on fire A can of beans That's a cunty That's really cunty That's what I'm you saying want, we have, You want credit We have become a, a generation culture Of cunts We really have And that has to go away There has to be a time Where we reach One of these watershed moments Where we realize We were wrong Going down this path All this gratification All this You know Inability to accept responsibility Inability to act the way a culture should act Needs to go away And I think that will happen I think that it But like I said Like we were talking about with World War I When you have a clash of two periods in history It is violent It It is it, it never ends Or it never The transition is not smooth Let's put it that way It's extremely violent Even before the Renaissance There was a period where things got so terrible yeah, just the like, people thought it was the end of the like world. Before the Reconnaissance, he was doing such terrible movies, and yeah, and then he, he had to do like you know he came back did uh, True Detective and then Dallas Buyers Club and yeah, uh, Interstellar. Now he's on a roll. Reconnaissance, yeah, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, doing what I do, man. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do think that's well, A lot of romantic comedies he was doing He doesn't do those anymore Failure now. launch Yeah, just a bunch of stupid shit Sahara Stupid shit oh, I told you never to bring up Sahara <laughs> Never even see Don't bring up anything with Kate Hudson in it Hey Almost Famous uh, Almost Famous is an amazing movie And uh, 10 Not 10 Things I Hate About You What's that Uh how to lose your boyfriend or whatever. He was in that movie too. Yeah. Awful. <laughs> God awful piece I liked of dog it. shit. You did not. Uh, it was okay for being bored and Max wife wanted to watch it. So I was like, well, I don't care. Well, I mean, once you, I want to die so bad. Once you bring those provisos in, it's like, you have to realize that it's just good. I can't for wait that. for you to go to bed so I can jerk off the internet porn. <laughs> <laughs> that was my life for a while. <laughs> Living it up. Hmm. I was thinking about, Taking Annie's advice and starting a podcast, kind of like Dan Carlin called the Potato Famine, where I talk about where you going stuff like I just where you going to record it at? here, maybe. <laughs> if I pay you rent, rental will fee. I will I have to be? Uh, will you pay for your own um, internet space and all that stuff? Oh, yeah, I mean, I could still I could put it up under our under the PFR thing. Yeah. I don't know. It's just an idea. You can do whatever. I mean, we're kind of doing that now, except for I chime in every now and then. I, I think it, I think you left alone because if you're going to do your own thing, I'm not going to talk during it. Okay. You left alone could be a bit heavy handed. I'm sorry. <laughs> could be a bit heavy handed. I'm just saying. Am I being cunty? No, 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 no. When you left alone, you, there's a lot of edge there. Yeah. <laughs> well, although I would, I'd listen to it, but I'd be here. Producing it as you did it though. Well, I would would want it to be. This wouldn't be an opinion show. It would be a more history, like not and not not try to go after like World War One and Two and the stuff like that, like he does. But just wait till you're sixty, and then then you'll go after that. Okay. I think we'll still be doing that. When what's that? Twenty 
20 years. 20 now, years. 21 years for you. And I'll be 58. Probably. I'll be 56 because I'm only 36 now. I don't know. I'm going to be so dead by then, dude. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> I've left this earthly form and joined to make uh, ultra, ultimate Voltron in the sky. <laughs> That's a great afterlife vision. Yeah. Ultron. Um, I, want, I want Robotech afterlife. <laughs> Robotech. I don't know that I remember that one. Was that a cartoon? It was an anime. Never watched the anime. I just know they about did. Voltron. Voltron's an anime. Never watched much of Voltron. Transformers right? is an anime. Okay, I watched Transformers. G.I. Joe was an anime. I disagree. Virtually every cartoon we watched as a kid was anime. He-Man? He-Man was not. He-Man was a he -Man. Uh, was a filmation filmation company, which is, I think, might have been a subsidiary of Hanna-Barbera. Oh, God, don't even mention that. I'm not going into that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Funky Phantom, God damn it! <laughs> okay. Did Funky Phantom play bass? I, I, I just know the name. I don't know. No, he just had a really... <laughs> Really like horrible. No, it was like he was like a a, a London social type. It was weird, man. He it's just so weird. he wasn't that funky at all. No, he was just dude. It was such a weird. Look it up sometime. A bunch of bullshit. Goofiest fucking cartoon. Let's ever. talk about that uh, that last uh, episode of Game of Thrones last week, huh? It's good shit. The fucking the Battle finale of the this week. Battle of the Bastards. Uh, that Ramsey Bolton. I will never any anything he's in that I see him in. I will never like him. I can't. He did so it. well he's with that fucking so role. So good yeah. as a prick. And have you seen interviews with him? He's amazing. I think he's, he's a singer. He's a really nice guy. I like, think almost everybody on that show is a singer. Uh, they're all just multi talented. <laughs> I mean, watching Jon Snow beat him damn near to death was pretty badass. Until he saw Stanza standing there, and and they explained it as, "Well, this is her revenge. I'm getting ready to take it from her." So I thought it was. Boy, did she get it! Oh man! <laughs> I was telling Aaron and Elena. I sent them a text saying. I really, really can't wait to read this uh, because for me now, I love the show. Don't get me wrong. I love it in its own way as much as I love the book, but I love the book now because the sketch that I've seen put out about what's going on, I get to read in detail about what's the feelings and, you know, the motivations and what's going on and just his descriptions because he's so good at it and his dialogue. His dialogue is better than theirs. I don't care what anybody says. His dialogue is way better than theirs. Their dialogue is not bad either, but he's so skilled at it. He's the best writer I've ever seen that, that writes dialogue. Even better than Dr. Seuss? I don't know. Horton Hears a Who is pretty sweet. Even better than, I'm trying to think of uh, the guy that wrote Catcher in the Rye. J.D. Salinger. J.D. Salinger. Salinger was shit writing dialogue. That whole <laughs> well, he, he wrote a dialogue of a 16-year-old kid. So that whole book pretty was, good. was shit. <laughs> I like that book. I don't like Catcher in the Rye at all. I thought it was not good. I think the, the dialogue in it was probably pretty on par with a kid in the 50s. I think it probably was, but I just don't like the book. It does not speak to me. I, I don't. It's one of those. It is a pretty dumb book, really, but I just liked it. It's one of those. I, that, it's one of the, the time when I read it's it. like the Radiohead of books. You know, you think you should like it because everybody else likes it. <laughs> See, I always say Dave Matthews. That's fair. You know, I like Radiohead. I like Radiohead, too. 2001 and before well i'm just i was never a huge fan but they have songs that i like um i love the david matthews band i always did but i do think little baby um watch my legs while i play guitar yeah it's actually kind of cool river dance dude had a very diverse band i like that i just like the i like his baritone sax yeah where else do you see a baritone sax you don't you don't so 
that hasn't crossed over yet. Okay. Um, I, I just think that the nipples. <laughs> no, the, the things that people think they should like, you know, Catcher in the Rye is one of those. Um, there's another book that everybody agrees to like because it's a case of the Emperor's New Clothes. They say it's a great book. Uh, the Great Gatsby. I think it's horrendous. I can't read it. I've never read it. It's not good. In Fight, my, in my opinion. The, Fight Club is the young white man's book of yeah, our generation. Fight Club is a good book. It's really good. Yeah, it is. The movie's better, though. Actually, it is. I think it is. I think it, I think there are, uh, David Fincher was able to take something and build such a great. How many Polonic books have you read? Let's see. Fight Club, Choke, Lullaby. Choke, so good. Have you seen the movie for Choke? I haven't. And, I, and Sam, Sam Rockwell. Is, it's one of my favorites. I love him. It's really good. It's not It's not as good as the book, but it's really good. Choke is actually my you know, You know who directed it? Who? Um, he's Agent something on, uh, he's in S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. He was in the first Avengers. Clark Gregg. He directed the guy who plays the main S.H.I.E.L.D. guy? Yeah. That's Clark awesome. Gregg. Yeah. He's a director. He's, he was also yeah. in uh, New Adventures of Old Christine. Yeah. <laughs> I like... We, me and Annie were watching. Yeah, speaking of that and things that are, well, we've already discussed that. But I was no, go saying, ahead. No, Captain America. We, I'm getting ready to show her Winter Soldier. Like we watched the first one. I bought a copy, and those movies are great. They are the best comic book movies because there's no brooding bullshit going on. It's just fun, but it's also something deeper going on. But it's not. You know, it's it's one of those movies that it's like an Indiana Jones movie. Rapid clip, a lot of fun. And it's just fun. Bam, pal, bam. He closes his eyes when he... Un, un- yeah. I mean, it's just good. But I was saying that uh, books like, you know, The Great Gatsby and then movies, um, uh, you know, there are some movies out there that people consider great and I really don't like them. And Such as? Um, I had one queued up in my head and I can't remember. Titanic. I'm not going to Titanic hate. I, I don't... It's fine. It's a good movie. I'll give it that. Um, there are unadulterated pieces of shit that people still try to claim are good. Uh, Avatar is a piece of shit. It is one of James Cameron's biggest stumbles. I've never seen it, but it's, I, it's fucking horrible. It, it is absolutely it's a Smurfs. It is basically yes, it is. It's, it's horrible. Um, you know, right along anything with Kevin Hart in it. <laughs> it's because he's short and black. No, it's because he's just double whammy. Fucking terrible. He's schlack. Um. Uh, you know, things of that nature, I, I just, I'm trying to think of music, too. Like, like what you like. Yeah. People I, people I, let so much stuff define I them. can't imagine anybody being fulfilled artistically by writing the songs that are on country radio now. No, like, no, yeah. Rihanna, like, there's a quote from her. Sometimes when I'm in the studio singing the songs, I get so emotionally overwhelmed and like the lyrics like you want that meat 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 <laughs> it's it's terrible yeah Shut up yeah it's you're pretty don't say it's deep okay it, what's well, not and that's and that's something that's killing me too it's it's not that it truck 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 a truck beer 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 that's a second verse boat 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 truck boat truck product placement chevy truck product placement random black guy he's my friend look at me i'm multicultural nelly come in here and sing a verse yeah okay that's enough now okay now get back in the corner now, truck, truck, truck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying though that there are things out there that uh, you run into a lot of people uh, that let what they like define them as a person, as opposed to just liking what they like. Like I've still got friends who are 
metalheads, and that's all they'll listen to. <laughs> and I and I'm and, and again at well, our yeah, age, I'm like, dude, <laughs> they catch you listening to John Denver, like fag, or. John Denver wasn't metal. Well, John Denver's pretty metal. Motherfucker crashed a plane. Yeah. <laughs> he's, you know. Did he crash a plane or was he just on a plane that crashed? I, I think he was know. flying it. Let's just say he flew Let's just say he flew it because it'd yeah. be awesome to think. Well, I'm not going to It's, it's awesome to think. It's a two-second Google search that I'm not <laughs> willing to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like with pop radio. Now, 99, I'd say over 99% of it, a small percentage of it, is actually good, but people who are indie or whatever, or even metal or, you know, into whatever you're into are afraid to admit that a song is good. Like when the Pharrell song came out, Happy, that is a good song. I don't care who you are. It makes you happy, especially when it first came out. It's a good fucking song. When I played uh, the, the last, because I do one gig a year usually. Yeah. I did uh, Wrecking Ball, Molly Cyrus. Song. Yeah. I did a caveat. If you don't like me doing the song, you guys can suck every square inch of my cock. This is a good fucking song. But see, that's the thing. I don't care for that song, but I don't think it's bad. That's a great song. I don't like it. Remember uh, the fucking Kelly Clarkson since she's been gone? It's a fucking perfect song. Yeah, I like that song. It's a perfect song. It's that doom, 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 doom. You know, it just gets you going. It's a good song. Uh, I loved um, Christina Aguilera had a song, Candyman, that was a 40 song is what it was. Yeah, it was uh, like a... It had horns. It had it had nice harmony. It was fun. The video was a lot of fun. She's dancing around doing, doing 40s dances, which is great. I love the fashion. I love She's everything hot. About it. She's hot as shit. I love the song. I still listen to it. Pink. I've, I like everything. almost everything Pink has done because I love her music and I like her message and all kinds of stuff. She's a bad motherfucker. But I, I just think that people are scared to like what they like because their identity is wrapped up in what they like. I see. The way I think of it, there's... People talk about guilty pleasure songs and movies. there's I don't really think there's anything any such thing as guilty pleasure. You're just I, I being a fucking th- dickhead about yeah about what you. But like. I've said it like it's, guilty pleasure such as I love watching Roadhouse. I will watch Roadhouse every fucking time. <laughs> I actually need a copy of Roadhouse because I watch it every day. I love that movie. You need an internet connection and, and a absolu- Netflix password. Well, I know. It's on. I know. I'm <laughs> saying it's absolutely it's absolutely an horrible movie, but. I love it. I yeah, love. I feel the same way about a lot of movies that I love. Um, Bloodsport. I love Bloodsport. Fucking incredible! It's great. <laughs> the Rocky movies. They're not good. Oh God. They're, they're but like the first two were good. The first yeah. two were good Oscar nominated movies. And yes. Shit. But like the rest of them. Oh God. They're just a shit, shit show, and they're great. Yeah. I love them so much. They're all montage, and they're all. Fucking ridiculous, stupid songs. That's great. And my identity was wrapped up in a long time because I thought, okay, I'm trying to be this intellectual person who's, you know, uh, critical of things and, and think things suck. And I can't like that. And I hated that. I really fucking hate that. That I couldn't just sit down and say, yeah, I like this. I like this because. And it, it's like I watched the original Transformers. Yes, it was shit. It was shit. The dialogue was terrible. Um, the story went nowhere, but it gave me what I wanted. Yeah. I wanted to see Explosions. giant. I wanted to see giant robots transforming and blowing shit up, and that's what I fucking got. That's all <laughs> I wanted, and I was like, completely delivered. Thank you. And that's it's like me with the uh, the Pitch Perfect movies. Those movies are so good. Yeah, I love them so much. Well, um, but like you wouldn't think a guy like me would like them. But. Well, and it's like movies that that I think that are offbeat and that I like. Um, there's a movie. It's an '80s movie. 
Um, Johnny Dangerously. <laughs> I love Johnny Dangerously. So good. It's fucking Fargan it's, passages. <laughs> you Fargan ice holes. You've <laughs> taken away my Fargan rights. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, that's a great one. Um, there's a movie. Wayne Gretzky's the great one. He is the great one. There's a, there's a really good movie, though. Um, it's an 80s movie. Nia Peoples is in it. Um, you had me at Nia Peebles. She's actually a smoke show in this. Mm. And I don't know if she's actually Hawaiian, but I hope she is after seeing this. Um, it's called North Shore. It's about this kid who's from Arizona and he's like, wants to be a surfer. So he goes out and he, and he goes out to Hawaii to the North Shore where apparently there's a lot of still a lot of Hawaiians and uh, is there a surfing contest? Yes, there is. <laughs> and it's fucking badass. Like, <laughs> and he does, he meets up with this guy who like is a, Surf surfer guru and he's teaching him the finer points of surfing. It's the Karate Kid as a surfing movie, <laughs> this, and I fucking love it. This season of Always Sunny, they did a uh, like a ski patrol episode. I love those too. And they uh, and they uh, like we're gonna ski to save the mountain or whatever. Yeah, we're gonna save the community. And center. then and then whenever uh, whichever guy lost, whichever guy that did this this thing lost, they're like, okay, fuck it, and then they just walked off. <laughs> We don't give a shit. <laughs> we were just trying to pass the time. <laughs> I'm, that shows the I best. love those. Like, I love. I, th- I think Always Sunny is the best sitcom of all time. It might be. Because it's so ridiculous. There is a strong argument for that. And plus, they're not uh, like TV like uh, sitcoms on like regular channels. There's no laugh track. There's no. Yeah, they have. Well, they have the laugh track and they have to do 30 episodes a year. They do. Always Sunny does 10 and they're all good. Yeah. Every single one of them is good. There's no bullshit filler. I, you and the know, characters are always the but same. But again, we've talked about this. We've also reached that estuary point with TV where it's done. Where it's yeah. not done. It's not done. Like it's, you got it's your HBO, AMC. No, but I'm saying have I'm you, ta- see, you haven't seen Preacher yet. I have not. It's fucking incredible. But I'm talking about how we have now, and it's and the upheaval for cable companies is going to be violent because they're <laughs> violent. Gonna, because they're going to start. Well, I mean, monetarily violent. violent. That's what I mean. They're going to start dropping like flies. Like NBC, CBS, all of them are going to crash. They're going to fall in line with something else because they're done. They're t- their time is over. Well, they, they they're a fucking dinosaur. They're starting to let their like CBS for some reason is. Uh, Resisting, but I have PlayStation View. Everything comes through my PlayStation, mm-hmm. and I have more than the basic cable package. Right, and it's all on demand whenever I want it. And they, like, I can't watch like NBC, CBS isn't on NBC, ABC, and Fox are on it, but they don't air their stuff live. You can watch it the next day right. on demand. But every other channel is live. ESPN. If there's if the Mountaineers are playing a football game this year, I'll be able to watch it live through my PlayStation with ease. Right. And it's everything's going that way. Where mm. you get a, a little box that you can get for forty bucks from a Walmart, hook up a Ethernet cable into it, or use Wi-Fi, and go that way. Right. And it's thirty dollars a month well, instead that, of seventy dollars. And the cable companies can't fuck you and gouge you anymore, and basically tell you go fuck yourself when you get upset. Like we still got cable down at my grandmother's house. Our on demand never works. Never works. We call them about it, and they are unapologetic. They what know. did they uh, reset your box? Yes, ten times. And, yeah. I, and I'm, I'm like, and I'm actually, I'm waiting for the moment where I can actually get internet at the house and show my grandmother how to do this, and say we can do much better with this. Just let me show you how to use it. It's so simple, and you don't have to wait for anything. You can watch whatever you want, whenever you want, and 
she'll say yes. I want to. I want to get on the phone with the cable company, and I don't care who I'm going to talk well, you're to. You're still going to have to get your internet through them. So. But, but I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying, I want to drop that entire package because it's complete shit. It never works. You never ask us what channel we want. You never listen to our input. It's never fixed. So just give me internet and go fuck yourselves and hang up. You know that's it's a lot easier. Uh, like I just went there and brought the box and the remote with me. I was like, I don't want cable anymore. I just want internet. And they're like, no rebuttal. Like, okay. Sweet. And they never cut my cable off. <laughs> so I can still plug the cable into the back of the actual TV. They're still charging it. you for it then? No. Oh, okay. No, they just haven't come out. It's not important enough. They don't think I'm smart enough to know. <laughs> <laughs> you start fucking loading up. And it's like having it's, a TV running all Because the they have to have something running in here anyway for the cable, right. for the uh, internet. So they just don't want to send a, a tech out to do yeah, it. It's, it's, a, it's a fucking hassle. Right. It, it, fuck it. Yeah. They might not know that I have, I think, two drops for cable hmm. because it was a bastard when I first moved in here. Yeah. Everything was fucked up all the time. Well. But now it's great. Apparently, there's some ruffians about. Anyway, well, we're about in an hour and seventeen minutes here. You think you want to you want to you want to call this an episode? I thought it was a good one. Good one about our day. We can. All right. What should we? Uh, what song should we play for these fine folks as we go out? I don't know. We've talked about. Uh, I've got. A, I've got one. We were talking about this guy earlier. It's My best friend Andrew Atkins. Him too. Shut up! You shut up and you shut up now. Let's see. Okay. What song is it? You're gonna try to play a Dave Matthews band here. Song here? I'll fucking kill you. Okay, fair enough. I'll choke you to death with your own ponytail. (laughs) You don't have a ponytail. How about a Beth Orton song? Nah. Let me see. I think I might have one. Yeah, this will work. All right. This is a uh, Bright Eyes covering Daniel Johnston. I like it a lot. Okay. It's called Devil Town. Thanks, guys, for listening. Um, uh, Yeah, fuck off and uh, fuck on. Fuck east, fuck west, fuck south, fuck north. All right. Thank you guys for listening and have a lovely day. I was living in Devil Town. I didn't know it was Devil Town. Oh, Lord, it really brings me down about the Devil Town. All my friends were vampires I didn't know they were vampires Turns out I was a vampire myself In the devil town